the equivocal number from the 1860s for 40 acres today is $200 million for each and every African-American. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Did you know that I, Lauren Chen, am actually black? That, that's right, or at least that's how I'm choosing to identify now that I see how far the reparations movement in California is going. As the Postmillennial reports, quote, payouts of up to $1.2 million for every black resident approved by California reparations panel. Look, the idea of reparations, monetary payouts in order to right the historical injustices against black people, that's not a new concept, but strangely enough, at least from where I'm standing, it seems like the farther and farther we get away from slavery into modernity, into this progressive hellscape, the more support for reparations actually grows. And similarly, the higher the dollar amount becomes. On Saturday, the California Reparations Task Force voted on the final set of recommendations to send to the state's legislatures, formally recommending that the state pays up to $1.2 million to every qualifying black resident. It's explained that during the task force public meeting in Oakland, the nine member panel called on the state to give black residents a formal apology, as well as the payments, according to Fox News. It's also noted that California entered the union as a free state and slavery was never legal under state law. Now I wanna be clear, this reparations task force, their recommendation isn't technically binding on anything, but considering it's California, I'd say there's actually a scarily good chance that the legislature, once they receive this recommendation, might actually do something with this. This is how crazy California is. And also, by the way, I wanna note that this reparations task force, which was founded by Gavin Newsom, it doesn't really look into whether reparations are even a good idea because it's California. I think it's just assumed that, of course, it's a good idea. Nor, from what I can tell, are there any dissidents on that panel. Essentially, what this panel is, is nine people who personally stand to benefit from reparations deciding how much reparations they should get. So in a way, it should come as a surprise to nobody that their answer was actually millions of dollars. And some of you may be scratching your head because as the article mentions, California was never a slave state. So if California was never a slave state, why would it be paying reparations? Well, here's the thing. I guess traditionally, a lot of us might think of reparations as payback for slavery, but as the progressive left likes to tell us, actually, there were a lot more injustices done to black people in America than just slavery. And yeah, even though California was never a slave state, they still did a bunch of other things to black people that they should be paying for. It's explained that payments received by black residents would be broken down into types of historical discrimination with black residents affected by bank redlining, for example, receiving $3,366 for each year they lived in California between the early 1930s to the late 1970s, adding up to over $140 $48,000. And for those living in California between 1970 and as late as 2020, that were affected by, get this, over-policing and mass incarceration, black residents would be given roughly $2,352 for each year they lived in the state, amounting to upwards of $115,260. So in total, a black Californian around the age of 81 that has lived in the state for their entire life could receive up to $1.2 million. It is very interesting to me and a perfect display of progressive 
logic, or rather the lack thereof, that black communities having higher crime rates and therefore needing more police presence and having more members of the community go to prison, that actually isn't something that uh, the black community should make amends for. No, no, that's something that the state should pay them for. So essentially, in the progressive mind, okay, if a bunch of criminals commit crimes and therefore have to go to prison and be monitored by the police, it's actually, it's the state's fault. They should be rewarded for that through reparations. Talk about incentivizing bad behavior and as large as that potential payout figure is 1.2 million, here's the thing. There are actually people who say it doesn't go far enough. That's not enough money. We're gonna be looking at those individuals and what their arguments are. But first, I do wanna say thank you to today's sponsor, Cozy Earth. So you guys probably know that going to bed at a decent hour doesn't always guarantee that you get a good night's sleep, especially if you're either a hot or a cold sleeper. Personally, I'm super finicky with temperature while I'm sleeping and that is exactly why I changed to Cozy Earth bedding the softest, most luxurious, and responsibly sourced bedding on the planet. You see, cozy earth bedding is naturally temperature regulating, so I sleep great in any weather, and I'm not alone. This five-star review from Lara explains, my husband and I are getting the best sleep we've ever had to the point where we don't wake up in the middle of the night because we are so comfortable. I can't wait to buy more colors. Here's the thing, cozy earth bedding is made from the finest materials, including premium viscose made from highly sustainable bamboo. Cozy earth is so confident, actually, that you will love their products. They offer a 100-night sleep sleep trial, which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on it, wash it, try it out. And if you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. Whether it's their luxury sheets available in five awesome colors, by the way, loungewear, pajamas, or premium waffle bath towels, you will love shopping at CozyEarth.com. I love Cozy Earth so much that before I was ever sponsored by them for Christmas, my husband got me another set of Cozy Earth loungewear just because it is so comfortable and their bedding. It's so amazing that I will actually postpone changing my sheets. I will sleep in my dirty cozy earth sheets just because they're more comfortable than even the, the cleanest, freshest set of other sheets. That's how good they are. So my audience can save up to 35% on cozy earth. Now go to cozyearth.com and enter the promo code Chen to save up to 35%. That's cozyearth.com with the promo code Chen, C-H-E-N. Now $1.2 million just for being alive in the state of California while being black, that might sound like a lot of money to you. And it actually, it does add up because it's explained that the cost of reparation for the state of California, should they choose to enact this plan, could be in excess of $800 billion. But here's the thing, there are some people out there, especially black activists who say, actually, this is not enough. The traumas that were endured and are still endured by black people are such that we, it just, they need even more reparations than that. One such person is the Reverend Tony Pierce, who is quoted as saying, you know that the numbers should be equivocal to what an acre was back then. And here he's referencing, of course, the 40 acres and a mule promise that was made to former slaves. He says, we were given 40, okay? We were given 40 acres. You know what that number is? You keep trying to talk about now, yet you research back to slavery and you say nothing about slavery, nothing, said Pierce. So the equivocal number from the 1860s for 40 acres today is $200 million for each and every African-American. $200 million, just just for being black in America. And I, you know, I know it's a controversial thing to say, but honestly, yes, even acknowledging that slavery was a terrible practice that never should have been implemented, yet it was in the United States, 
Think about it objectively. Is a black person today in America who, yes, was descended of slaves, are they in a better or worse position than the average person still in Africa? You don't necessarily need to agree with everything America does or think that it's a bastion of civil liberties. Even I, especially during code, was very black-pilled about the state of liberty in the United States. Still, you tell me that someone who is still in Africa, whose descendants were never taken to the United States, that they are in a better position than a black American? I'm sorry, but you're, you're objectively a crazy person or a liar because there is no way that that is true. And even though $200 million in reparations seems pretty far-fetched, even for a progressive Californian council, that Francisco, as a city at least, seems to agree that $1 million isn't enough because as once more the post-millennial explains, the San Francisco Reparations Committee, they actually proposed $5 million to each eligible black resident. Yeah, I wasn't lying or exaggerating when I said that the reparations movement in California, it is, it is growing by leaps and bounds because not only does the entire state have its own reparations committee, but the city of San Francisco also apparently has its own task force. And it's funny because as liberal, as progressive as San Francisco is, apparently they still ultimately have been oppressing black people because as this author writes, quote, San Francisco's reparations committee convened in 2021 has proposed that black longtime residents be given $5 million and debt forgiveness due to the city's history of quote, systemic repression. The reparations committee's draft report reads that while neither San Francisco nor California formally adopted the institution of chattel slavery, tenets of segregation, white supremacy, and systemic repression and exclusion of black people were codified through legal and extra-legal actions, social codes, and judicial enforcement. And what's hilarious is that if you read further into the report, you see that, yeah, they're suggesting a $5 million lump sum payment to African Americans, but they're also suggesting other gibs that really raise the total reparation amount to way more. The draft also proposes that the income of African Americans be supplemented to reflect the area median income annually for at least 250 years. And by the way, the AMI in San Francisco is $97,000. Racial disparities across all metrics have led to significant racial wealth gap in the city of San Francisco. By elevating income to match AMI, black people can better afford housing and achieve a better quality of life, the draft reads. It also calls for access to a spectrum of financial education from beginning to advanced. So basically what this draft is suggesting is that if you are black and in San Francisco, you be treated as a god. $5 million lump sum payment, a debt forgiveness as well as included in there. We also have a financial education included, a basic income every single year. I mean, what better example could there be of just how extreme the mind rot of CRT is that these people believe that just for being black in San Francisco, you are so hard done by, you deserve millions and millions of dollars in payment from, from where, from who? I mean, it's kind of hard to figure out considering that anyone who has good sense is leaving California. But hey, these are leftists. These are socialists. They don't care where the money comes from. The only thing they're concerned about is that they get their gifts. That's pretty much all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us out so, so much. Until next time.